Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. Episode one, about to be in the books. Whoop, whoop. Episode one. So let's jump right into it. Um, what her, who, who, your name is? <laughs> okay. So hello, hello, everyone. I look forward to getting to know you as you get to know me. My name is Dr. Velvet Loves. I am doing this podcast because there are so many things that I want to talk about, but I do feel that because of my life experiences, I do have a certain ability to make people forgive more, love more, moment, and that's, and how to be free. Those are some of the things that I'm passionate about. What about you, sir? Uh, <laughs> same. Uh, as for you guys that don't know, which is the first episode, so you don't, <laughs> I I actually met uh, Dr. Love in a coaching class. And, uh, you know, we, we were getting our certifications to be coaches. And we, 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 we stuck together. It's been over a year or two mm-hmm. now. And uh, our hearts just resonate with each other. The, and one thing that I, I call a coach, you know, uh, one thing about coach that I, I, I really resonated with is, like she said, her, her ability to help someone forgive and, and and go on to heal yourself, right? Let's say that you don't have a whole bunch of money, but you still want to, like, heal your heart. Um, so so that's, that's where I'm at with it, too. Specifically, we share our stories about childhood trauma, and then we overcome it. Right. Yeah. Let's you know, I'm 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 at the tender age of thirty one and, and I'm just arriving to this place. I'm so grateful. Um, but it's it, it, it doesn't matter if you're twenty, thirty, forty or fifty, this 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 is real, this ability to, to heal. Right. So that's that's what we talk about. Uh I, I think that's what definitely what we're gonna share a lot of things about. Yes. Um, and I appreciate you bringing up that coaching um, environment where we met because it was so awesome. And definitely you resonated with me. The fact that so many people loved you and were resonating with you. Um, I think that we're going to take the world by storm. Just talking about our experiences and how we have been able to become better humans because of these experiences so how exciting (laughs) yeah very exciting so um trauma right now again (laughs) we are not therapists right a a therapist is going to go back in the past with you we share our past but we're professional coaches right Mm -hmm. we 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 move forward but if you don't mind going back into your past where did the where, where did the childhood trauma begin for you in, in, in terms of, you know, where you can go back to? Yeah, so for me, um, as a lot of us in this world, we come up in environments with parents who just really 
instilled what their parents taught. And a lot of times that's just trauma that we're reinforcing. And so for me, I grew up with um, a mother who just was young and didn't have a lot of guidance. Um, I grew up in a very restrictive religious environment, growing up Muslim cool, and also um, a mother that was a workaholic. So that led to a lot of abandonment and um, just uh, abuse, um, emotional, physically, um, and also I was the scapegoat child and I was the oldest of five. So to have younger siblings who don't respect you, who want to abuse you because they see that your mother is doing it. So it must be okay for them to do, you know? Um, so coming from that type of environment where you always aren't understanding why people aren't loving you the way you feel you deserve to be loved um, and how that can affect you just feeling like everything is your fault. So that's kind of my uh, background. And then we're, we'll talk later about the military trauma I went through. But um, and what is your what are some of the issues and things that you have combat it well you know um i'm i'm i'm, I'm open did like you introduce yourself by the way with your name uh, I'm, i apologize guys we we, we just <laughs> diving in um my name is jerome uh you call me coach j the manifestation oh. master you know <laughs> um i really we all create so the, the name is just it's just that it's just the name but the thing is, what are you going to create? You know, there was a point in my life where I was creating. I wasn't creating what I wanted. And it's it's funny that you say that in, in terms of generational BS, right? Um, just the, the, the lack of health, because that's why I don't have kids now. And I used to always say I never wanted kids, but... I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I, I, I think I might want one or two, you know, uh, many me's rolling around this place, but I haven't because of the trauma. Um, there's a, there's a, there, there, you know, there's a little fear there in terms of being a good parent. Um, my childhood, um, um, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you a funny story. I left home at 18, right? Uh, about two weeks before I turned 19, just a just a puppy. I thought I was grown back then. <laughs> but I was like, well, you were a baby when your mama left home. But um, I during COVID-19, I was in L.A. and obviously the world had shut down. So I drove my homie Mustang back from uh, California. Uh, it was pretty cool driving down Route 66 in a Mustang. <laughs> and <laughs> I ended up staying in a hotel just to, uh, I mean, you guys remember when COVID hit. It's been almost two years, but when it first hit, it shook the world. Everything shut down. Essential <laughs> businesses only. Every day looked like Sunday morning. <laughs> no cars on the road. And make a long story short, I got a phone call from my mom. And deep down, this was a call I always wondered what I get. Um, her saying, hey, and my mom's an RN, just like your mom. She works in hospitals. She cares for people, which is another interesting topic. But 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that ability not to feel to do that job. But um, she says, hey, listen, uh, her, her boyfriend left her in the same month. He said he didn't want to be with you no more. Lady, you crazy. <laughs> and she says, hey, listen, right now I'm paying $900 a month for one room in an Airbnb. My my girlfriend just inherited a house and she she's going to rent it out to me for just a thousand dollars or eleven hundred dollars so for two more hundred dollars she's getting a whole house and you know i mean even if she stayed alone it was a good deal so i get the call like oh man i'm maybe this covid thing is gonna like make it all make sense you know what i mean bring it together again (laughs) you you feel me yeah so my sister moves in with us um i move in and my uncle moves in, and I know this is a term that's loosely used, but it really is real, especially people who experienced it. They know it's real. Um, then it wasn't long before the narcissist came out of her again, right? And in this time, she wanted to, like you mentioned, being the scapegoat, she wanted to make me the golden child. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, hell no, don't put me on that pedal stool. Leave my sister alone. Like, mm-hmm. you stressing me out while I'm watching you behave with your daughter. You know? So, a little bit of background there. Um, but it, it lasted my whole life. You know, like you said, some people are just, they are who they are. Right? My Angelou said, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. All right? George Bush said, Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, shame on me. You know, <laughs> actually, Caddy for Billy Bush, she's uh, his little cousin out in LA. Billy Bush is a funny man for real. <laughs> 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 yeah, out of Bella Country Club. So, yeah, the Bush family, yeah, <laughs> obviously very wealthy and, you know, not really to be played with. I don't know if Bush said that. I think he actually messed up that quote. <laughs> but maybe he made it up and messed it up later. Right. <laughs> fool me, fool me twice, and you can't fool me again. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that is a funny quote. He said, "Fool me, don't get fooled again." <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that you contributed that to him is hilarious. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Well, brief background during the podcast, we'll we'll we'll, we'll share all kinds of, of things. But when did the so we had the childhood, and we go to the military? Um, did you go to the military right out of high school? Yes, um, I got kicked out of I got kicked out of of my house uh, first when I was eleven with Dang. my mother. Eleven, you got kicked out. Eleven. She I wandered the streets for pretty much three days. Um, At 11 years old. 11. Unreal. 11. And the second time I got put out, I was 16. And I was in high school. I was finishing my senior year. Should have been finishing it up. And um, after hopping on people's couches, my boyfriend's mother eventually raised me up until I joined the military. Um, And so, yeah, so definitely came right out of high school to the military, maybe six months in between. Um, 
And I must say, the trauma, abandonment, the things I went through in my childhood really prepared me properly for the military life. I think, unfortunately, most of a lot of the people that make it in the military are those that have gone through so much trauma at home that when you get cussed at, fussed at, traumatized by those people, it's nothing like when it was your loved ones that was doing it. So you're able to deal with it. Wow. And that's, that's very interesting because, yeah, my dad, he he got kicked out the military. They discharged him. He, boy, we don't want you. <laughs> wow. You defiant. But, yeah, right? The, uh, so there, Gabor Mate, you actually introduced me to his work. Mm-hmm. Um, very amazing guy. He says there is a beauty in the trauma, mm-hmm. you, you know, to some degree. Um, so got you. So mm. you, then you stayed in the military for until what age? I stayed in the military from 1994 to 2015. So for 21 wow. years. You just got out the military. 21 years in the service. Yes. Okay. 21 years. While in the military, I worked because since the age of nine, working, being around an alcohol, uh, sorry, workaholic parent, uh, you just, I was nine years old when I realized I don't want to always have to be at work where I can't even see my mom. My mom can't see me. I always was mad about that. So I knew that I wanted to be retired early. Um, I didn't want to work like she did. So when I was in the military, in order to achieve the goal of retiring early, I worked many jobs. I worked at least four or five different jobs while being full time. So that allowed me and I started investing when I was 19. So by the time I retired at the age of 39, I was fully retired and I haven't worked since. It's been six years. I have done some entrepreneurial endeavors, which has been amazing. I'm doing a lot of coaching. (laughs) Um, And so it's awesome. I have free time. I get to know my children. I get to know their friends. I get to be their driver. I get to be their coach, their mentor. It's the best life ever. That's, I'm that's proud awesome. Of I'm, 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 I'm proud of you too, because I know how, yeah, your babies, they, they, they straight, yes. <laughs> you know, and that always impressed me about you too. When I, when I met you in the coaching class, I said, this lady retired four years ago. She's not even 50. Dang. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let me hit the gas around here, man. <laughs> Raise the ball, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, that's really awesome. So in terms of when did the healing journey begin for you? And if you could throw out, you know, a, a couple of tips on how did it come about when they're like, okay, uh, it's time to heal. And how do you begin that healing journey? Oh, that's a good one. I I literally know the day that my healing really started. Um, so I would like to think that, you know, I've always been healed. I've always been helpful with other people. But the truth is, yes, I was reading. I'm sorry. I was reading. I was doing things. I was trying to, I don't know the right word. Um, okay, so 
my healing journey honestly began at the age of 40. I had realized some of my biggest dreams and I went back to family to where I would get the love and I didn't get the love. I thought things would be different instead of realizing that trauma oftentimes is consistent. Um, Time doesn't make people get better. Healing makes people get better. And I realized that my family was still very unhealed. And so I suffered for my, uh, what's the word? Um, My uh, expectations caused me to suffer. So now I don't, I try to never have expectations for people. But um, what happened was I realized what was really consistent. And what was consistent was the negative stories I was telling myself I was causing myself so much pain and tears because I would say things like, why don't they love me? Why do they treat me like this? I'm a good person. I deserve better. Why, why, why? And it's just really with much therapy, much counseling, I began to understand how I cause myself so much pain by expectations, by um, not forgiving myself for those expectations and forgiving them for not knowing better, you know, not putting up the proper boundaries. So my healing journey really started at the age of 40. And along with that came menopause too. And I think with menopause, you really learn how to do you and heal where you need to, because you have to (laughs) menopause don't have time for it. (laughs) And you know, that's deep because yeah, I mean, listen, we we share our stories, but we want to get to the solution too and move forward. And I remember I was in LA, and that's exactly what you had me do. You said, Jerome, change the story, mm-hmm. retell it to me again. Then I did it. You said, tell it again. Mm-hmm. Change the story. That you know, um, very very powerful stuff. And um, the journey continues. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know the trauma the trauma runs deep i mean Ooh. look what you just said coach how can you put your kid out at 11 it, it's an 11 year old girl mm-hmm. you closed the door and went back to sleep yes what the hell is wrong lady are you crazy <laughs> <laughs> in the hood i grew up in rolling 60s where i lived in an area called crimp city Okay, in the all the big girls, huh? I just want to <laughs> emphasize. <laughs> right. So on top of that, it ain't like we in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Where you I got nice crazy. poodles and Yorkies. You go outside. It's pit bulls and rock robbers exactly. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yes, that 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 story that was a big one for me, and um, you know. You know, you spoke on forgiveness. There's some meditations that I listen to, and um, the, as she's going through the guided meditation, she 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 reiterates how, with her son, he you know he's like mom. He was a baby or a young young you know toddler, and she was teaching him to brush his teeth, and she was like, he said, "How long do I have to do this?" She said, "Every day, because mm. every day you're gonna get dirt on your teeth." You know, you're going to get a little bit of grit in them. And she related that metaphor to forgiveness. Right. Um, It's it's, 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 it's not that it's it's not a 
fix it and be done kind of thing, you know. And I, I believe that to be true because I love that. Yeah, because every day, even though I'm like I'm healed, I feel good. I know how to forgive. I know how to love. I know how to put up my boundaries. But every day, something can happen where you're triggered by a family member or by somebody you love. You're triggered. And so I love that analogy of you just got to brush it again and and get it back to where you're happy and you're not allowing someone else's issues to affect you. I really love that. Definitely. And, you know, you are like, I I, I decided to go no contact with my mom. I I just it. Yes. She she just she just breaks my heart too often, and because of who she is, I am so vulnerable in her presence, you mm-hmm. know. So I can't I can't expose myself to that, you know. And I decided to go no contact. But it's interesting. Um, I shared it with you. I get triggered when my sister calls me about mm-hmm. my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, man! Y'all, I was just doing good, man. Right. Hold on, what she said? She told you that you ain't. You a piece? You a POS? Mm. So your baby gonna be a POS? Oh, my okay, hold on. But she don't see the correlation. She she could judge my sister and say that. But what about you? <laughs> How does your baby become a POS if that's the case? Right. Uh, you 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 don't count on this one. Huh? You 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 excluded from this whole scenario. <laughs> but yeah. And can I just good. say? I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh no, you good. Can I just say that, you know, one thing we, we, we have a few things in common, but that right there is one of the biggest is the fact that both of us have parents who are registered nurses um, and they show so much love. People love our mothers. People think our mothers are beautiful. Our mothers are kind. Our mothers are soft spoken. This is what our family members and, and, and their friends and coworkers will tell you about both of our mothers. But this is not the same parent that we experienced. Yeah, and when you, when you study narcissism, you know, I I hate using that word, Coach, because it's used so loosely. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got he got a Lamborghini. He's a narcissist. No, bro. <laughs> I mean, he could be, but the fact that he's driving a Lamborghini does not make exactly. you a narcissist. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And when you study, that's one of the interesting things about uh, dealing with a narcissist parent or spouse. Um, I've certainly had some narcissistic traits that I, I, I wanted to, we, we had to get up out of that, you know. We were taught but, Yeah, but yeah, she it, it definitely looked good on the outside. Even even to this day, I talked to my, my little cousin. I was just with him talking about it, and he kind of like downplayed me like, I don't think it was that bad. Oh, boy, you lived with us for one year, boy. You have no idea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, when I was nine, I was getting hit in the head with pots and pans. Yeah, like, because they know that sweet woman. What are you talking about? Like, my my mother bad. never abused my other siblings. Imagine me telling my siblings what I went through. And they've never seen her do that. They've never been slapped by her. They've never been cursed out by her. So when I'm telling my stories, they're like, really? That's what happened? Yes, that's what happened often I know that you can't relate but that's what happened <laughs> and that's so interesting guys that, that's ladies and gentlemen that's that's why we do these podcasts that's why we are our coaches 
Um, and, and, and we share so much of our stories because how degrading is that, right? You, you're just going to have a, a effed up uh, self-image, you know, <laughs> like my brothers and sisters don't get beat, but I get the, I get whooped like a <laughs> It must be me. <laughs> right, right. It must be me. But truth is, it was never you. You were always enough. Um, and, and that's why we really truly do what we do. So we are at a nice whopping 24 minutes, you know, uh, first episode. What a great plenty first more episode. To come. Yes, yes. And we I, would uh, like to know what was some traumas that you all went through? Like, put you know, hit us up. Let us know what what have you uh, combated? What are you still going through? What? How can we help you? Um, we're going to have sessions where we get together for a very minimum cost, you know, because if we if we don't charge, you're not going to take it serious. So we're going to have a minimum cost and we could come together and we can have these conversations heal love manifest Definitely. together yeah affirm and, and, and you know with just in addition to what you're saying i i you know we gave a good tip change the story very mm-hmm. simple you know but like jim Rohn said what's easy to do is also easy not to do mm-hmm. changing that story and the love part you know that's why that's why i call you coach because your 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 love and your energy is just it's healing and it's powerful that's a big piece of this healing process the love and that's what we're going to offer uh anybody who who needs it and wants to be a part of 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 this community so yeah um hit, hit us up brother Man, what would be the, the, the easiest way? I will, um... Maybe episode two, we could have that answer. Okay. Gotcha. Unless you were going to suggest a way for them to DM or something. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't think... Once we upload the podcast, I don't, I don't think this... Yeah, you can communicate on the podcast, but... um. Okay. Just hit us up. You know, just hit us up. Um, if, 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 Stay if tuned. Need... We're going to have a platform for y'all. <laughs> this is, this um, is us doing it ugly because we <laughs> not do nothing at all and then it'll never be ugly. But you have to start and you got to start ugly and this is us. So we don't got nowhere to see y'all right now. <laughs> Stay tuned. You no, know, we, if, we, 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 if, if you want to contact me, I'll give you my a direct line for me, which is 773 916-8434 just to put something out there but we're definitely gonna um, have platforms where you can where you can reach out to us and uh, with that being said this is happily unorthodox with Dr. Velvet Loves yes. and Manifestation Master Man, we, we, <laughs> definitely we love y'all we appreciate you for tuning in and again, if you need if you, if you need some some to move forward on some things, hit us up. Yeah, we, we we got you. This is what we do with professional coaches, and we take real pride in it. A lot of experience between the Doctor Love and me. You, that's 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 a lot of a lot of years of experience, decades worth. So Didn't much love, talk? y'all. Yeah, much love, much peace. Have a happy day.
you do the same.